This podcast is sponsored by AltLegal. AltLegal, easy to use IP docketing with powerful automation, deadline calculation, and reporting. Hello and welcome to the Alt Trademarks Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Samendinger. On this episode, I was joined by Ryan Morrison of Morrison Lee, an evolved talent agency. Ryan specializes in IP relating to video games, YouTube, and esports. He also frequently hosts Reddit AMAs in a podcast called Robot Congress. You can find out more about each of these by following the links in the show notes and by following Ryan on Twitter at MR Ryan Morrison, Mr. Ryan Morrison. You can also find out more about Alt Legal on Twitter at AltLegalHQ and at AltLegal.com. Thank you for joining us and enjoy. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So to get started as sort of a, a way of review, as a practitioner right now, you have a lot on your plate. You have a lot of different projects that you work on. So as I mentioned in the introduction, you work at Morrison Lee. You're also the co-founder and CEO of uh, a talent agency for content creators, esports, uh, uh, those kind of individuals. And you host a podcast, uh, Robot Congress, uh, just to name a few. So to give people kind of an introduction to who you are, could you just kind of elaborate about each of those um, roles that you're currently active in? Sure. So they're all very closely related. Uh, a few years ago, I was a brand new fledgling attorney and starting work at a trademark law firm. Uh, the game that everybody's heard of called Candy Crush was trademarking the word candy and saga. And the internet was kind of on fire about that. And I decided that was awful and someone should help those indie developers that were getting pushed out unfairly because they just couldn't afford a lawyer. They didn't know the law. And I went on a website called Reddit and I started offering advice and helping the the smaller developers for free uh, to not only fight that, but know their rights and, and what they should do going forward. Reddit started calling me video game attorney. So I ran with the marketing and kind of never looked back. And uh that led to a lot of esports, which is competitive video games. Uh, those players coming to me looking for similar help with getting their paychecks or things that they weren't getting that they were supposed to under their contracts, uh, which opened up the door later on, a couple of years later, to start a talent agency with them. Uh, so we work with them in that capacity where we help them uh, negotiate their actual deals rather than just redline them. And the, uh, the podcast came because a big reason we have the following is we do a lot of question and answer series on that website, Reddit and elsewhere. And a lot of the questions turned into much long, longer form answers. And it made sense to start a podcast and just kind of ramble on for everybody. Awesome. Um, and I want to talk a little bit more about the AMAs later. I think that's a really interesting thing that you do in like a lot of attorneys tool. Um, but in relation to that, and in relation to all of those projects you just mentioned, when I was researching you online, it really does seem like uh, your interest in the subject matter is it really stands out like video games and you know this kind of culture pocket aren't just your job how important do you think that has been in developing this practice and the talent agency and, and getting new clients and growing your practice yeah I mean people can smell a fake and for a long time people have their feelings about attorneys that everyone knows and uh, when you come into an industry and you say hey guys look I'm not trying to trick you here I'm really I'm giving some free advice no one really believes you off the bat uh, but because I, it was genuine, because I was playing these games and understood their their memes and their other nonsense, you know, <laughs> it was able to translate into actual trust and, and goodwill with the community. And it's real, you know, it's it's been years now. So if if I was doing this for a paycheck, that I'd be figured out by now. But uh, instead, I I really do care about these guys, and I help them. It, it feels good to be able to help them, and we uh, we just continue down that path. And of course, some of them turn into paying clients, but. 
uh, I think the genuineness of it is is the only reason it worked. So is it sort of natural when you started out to wander into that niche or like once you started with video games, did it kind of evolve into, oh, well, also there's esports and this kind of entertainment side of things. How did you kind of carve out this practice area? Yeah, I mean, it's it's stupid, but I have a, a pretty big belief that if you have a plan, you're planning to fail. So just <laughs> kind of go with the curves of life. And uh, I had no intention of working in esports or anything like that, but it uh, the opportunity was there. I saw a lot of people who needed help and uh, we went in and we helped them. And it's it's been very rewarding and it's been great. But yeah, certainly not. I was planning on doing criminal law when I signed up for law school. Oh, OK. Interesting. But I hated writing memos. Yeah. <laughs> I So and when I was doing some research about like the esports area and video game law and things like that, um, I I wanted to ask you if you, you know, when you're working with like YouTubers or, you know, even esports, it seems like kind of a relatively new arena. So are there issues like legal issues that you find to be kind of, you know, unique obstacles or kind of these emerging legal issues because you're dealing with topics that are totally new in the in the world let alone in the law yeah i mean most of what we deal with is is not decided yet so the one of the most popular things is our let's play videos where someone plays a video game and talks to you about it or or is funny during it or whatever it might be it would for those not familiar with the industry it would be like watching you know your favorite basketball player warm up and and whatever you know it's there is some interesting aspect to that and they, uh, we don't know if that's legal because we don't know if they have a right to be streaming those games or showing those games without uh, a proper license. And who knows? I mean, under the letter of law right now, it's probably not allowed without a license, but plenty of people do it and plenty of game companies don't have a formal yes or no policy. It's just kind of turned into standard practice that people do it. And that's a good uh, an a analogy for the entire industry. There's There's just not a lot of set case law here. We're using laws written for newspapers to try to figure out video games. And it's, it's certainly difficult. Right. And I imagine um, kind of a segue into the AMA topic that this is kind of why those are so popular. A lot of people have a lot of questions and they can't find just straightforward answers. And just, I guess, for background, for anyone who doesn't know, on Reddit, users can host AMAs, which are Ask Me Anything post. Um, and I think the general idea, and you can correct me if I'm off base, uh, it's just that the host is kind of online and answering user questions as they roll in, um, maybe more or less in, in real time. Um, and you've done a fair number of these. So how did you decide to start doing that in the first place? Because uh, when I helped the, the people with Candy Crush, I went on there to uh, basically yell at everyone and say, trademark your stuff and this won't happen. What the hell is wrong with you? Ha ha ha. And instead of yelling at me or saying, okay, they said, what's a trademark? And of course they would say that because why would they know? So it... it made a pretty clear thing that uh, there's an entire community of people there who just don't know the law because it's not their job to know it, but they can't afford traditional attorneys and traditional attorney rates. So I started that weekly series where I would go on there and just answer their legal questions, not, not specific ones. I kept ethics rules in mind, right. uh, but, it's, but general legal advice in general, you know, what's the difference between a copyright and trademark? I did a lot of that with them and, and uh, it's, you know, it's been very mutually beneficial for everybody. Yeah, I was going to ask if uh, you think it's helped your practice, but also um, not just from a standpoint of like perhaps getting clients, but um, as, you know, a, pr a practitioner, you're basically teaching these topics in order to be able to answer the questions. Um, so has it helped you kind of like exercise all of those legal muscles by constantly fielding all of their questions? 
Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's made me a better attorney because I've I, exactly that. I have to look up different areas sometimes to give them a, go, a good answer. And it's it's made me, uh, you know, 60,000 Twitter followers and a, and a law firm that has a staff of nine people. That certainly would not be in the cards without Reddit and everyone in the community having, you know, my back as much as I have theirs. Yeah. Um, and I'll link to a couple of the guides. Um, there was one I saw, uh, the first one I think I saw was during South by Southwest. Uh, you posted kind of a comprehensive one. Um, so I'll link to some of those in the show notes. Uh, but they're really interesting and you really do answer the questions in like a very straightforward, uh, but like a very thoughtful uh, way. So do you think that that kind of, it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic that I think a lot of times um, find a hard time getting with a lawyer. Like, you give me a straight answer, you're really here advocating for me. So do you think that's important um, in the legal space? Yeah, I mean, there's room for both. But uh, any sports player, a YouTube celebrity, uh, a game developer, they don't want to talk to the traditional suit and tie, you know, $300 for every phone call attorney. That's just not what they want. So we uh, we try to come at it the other way where we're one of them and we talk to them like a human being and we give them very blunt but very straightforward advice and feedback. And it's been appreciated. Uh, I've seen other people come on and try to replicate it, but it's it's hard to replicate because, like I said, you know, we're a very genuine firm where all of us come from a digital entertainment background of interest. And uh, the people coming on, I think, saw that this was successful and they're trying to just replicate it to make their solo firms more money or things like that. And it's it's just they get laughed out of the room pretty commonly. Yeah, there is um, an element to it that it's is unique that it seems that like uh, above all else you're just trying to educate people i mean even if they're not your client or they never uh, actually hire a lawyer if you're able to like arm them with these basic ideas then they can just you know make smarter decisions as you know whoever they are content creators or players or whatever right and that's the idea and they get very upset when i a lot of them like i would say 25 percent of every ama i do are people cursing at me and wishing death upon me quite literally because I told them a, a piece of law that contradicts something that they want to be real. Really? Uh, that's interesting. I mean, I guess on Reddit, uh, at least a little bit of confrontation is to be expected. Um, yeah, for sure. Bunch, uh, bunch of idiots. <laughs> uh, is there, are there any like questions or like, um, I guess, subject matter areas that you get questions all with, like the most popular kind of questions you get? The most popular thing we get is it's not it's fair use if it's free is what the entire internet believes. And since this is a podcast with a trademark company and and copyright's not too far off, it's it's just you know we all know that's not true. That's like a, believing a cop has to tell you he's a cop. But a large part of Reddit and the online community believes that they can make a fan game or steal someone else's IP as long as they don't charge for it, and that's just categorically not true. Right. Right, that's interesting. Are you able to see any trends amongst these questions? Like, oh, this thing is on the rise, a lot more people are asking about this, um, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, whenever yeah, whenever anything hits the news, uh, it, we'll get a million questions about it for sure. Uh, they just tweeted us, even not in an AMA. But uh, it's nice because now they're actually thinking about it analytically. They're not just believing the first headline they see or the first comment they see. So it, you know, it's really cool to watch a lot of the internet, at least the part I hang out in. Uh, <laughs> looking at this stuff differently now it's 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 exciting to be part of that yeah um and do you have a i guess just kind of overall a, a favorite part of doing them and have you found there any downsides or you know anything that's less less fun about hosting those amas yeah i mean so i the, the 
the fun part is always when they ask the non-legal questions, like what's your favorite comic book character or something like that, or favorite ice cream. And you get to have a joking response, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, the, the, uh, the downside is when you, you know, every week I'm answering the same, what is a trademark versus a copyright question and is a fan game legal and just, you know, the same seven questions I get every week. Uh, I get those out of the way early and then we can get into the actual nitty gritty of it each week. But you know, for those, I wish, yeah, they would look at last week's. Right. Read through. Um, I, when I was digging through them, I saw, I think someone had uh, commented about um, in the future, maybe, maybe you'd make a, a guide or something. Is that something that you've considered? Yeah. So I made a, a short guide that kind of listed out the things I recommend most startups get and then the, the, the prices associated with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a long form guide is something I definitely do want to make. But I think that a lot of our guys have made it clear that they're not going to read it. They would rather listen to a podcast or something like that. So we, we dabble with that too. Right. Um, and so on that note, just to pivot a little bit for your robot, uh, robot Congress uh, podcast, do you cover some of the same things that are in the AMAs or is it usually a little bit uh, different in, in topic? Yeah, we, we definitely touched what's in the AMAs and we definitely uh, look through the uh, hot topic of the week, and then we go through the law of it and and where it stands. But very often, that's going to be something related to uh, stuff in the AMAs. Kind of expanding upon it. Um, I'll link I'll link to that podcast as well in the show notes for anyone who wants to check it out. And then, so I guess this will actually kind of touch on your favorite part of the AMAs. But um, we usually close the podcast with uh, a couple of rapid fire questions about just what it is like to be you rather than what it is like to be um, an attorney. So I'll just ask you some, some questions that have nothing to do with being an attorney. Sure. <laughs> um, all right. So the first one is, uh, what's your favorite uh, video game? Uh, my favorite game is probably Final Fantasy VII, where I was a young boy who played it first, but it, it showed me that a game can really have a great story and a great narrative and, and be more than just clicking a button. Okay. Um, and then your favorite uh, productivity hack or like something you do when you really need to get work done? Uh, Spotify Discover Weekly Playlist has been a godsend to keep me stop fidgeting and looking for radio stations and things like that. So I, uh, I'm not sponsored, but I should be. I tell everyone to get Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, I mean, it's a good one. That's, I do the same thing around 3 p.m. when I'm crashing. It's right to Spotify. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite fictional attorney? Uh, for right now, Better Call Saul, because that's what I've been watching. <laughs> that's a good one and then uh the app that you use the most oh god i probably well because i'm a ham probably twitter on twitter yep um and then uh two more uh one of them's what's a professional accomplishment that either you're most proud of or just particularly proud of i was put in a video game finally and i say finally oh, like yeah. I, I deserve it but it was just <laughs> the coolest thing ever <laughs> what video game what video game it's called OP Delivers. Uh, that is a, that's a phrase from uh, Reddit and other forums where OP would be original poster and the, they would usually promise something like if this gets 10,000 upvotes, I'll wear a hat. And they would never do it. But whenever they did it, you would call it OP Delivers. And uh, they made this game where a bunch of Reddit people, myself included, are fictional characters in the game with something that they promised to do and you have to help them do it. So it's pretty funny. Oh, that's awesome. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> And then what's either just a really good piece or the best piece of advice uh, you've ever received? 
I would say a, a good – oh, that I've received. I, I would say a good piece I, of advice I received was from my grandfather, which is, you know, don't take yourself seriously. No one else will. And uh, <laughs> it's, that's important. If you can't laugh at yourself, you're, you're not going to win at this game right now. It's, it's a very different culture. And, you know, you have lunatics like Donald Trump winning the presidency just because he can go out there and not be the suit and tie life anymore. And that's just not – what America wants anymore. We, we want some, we want a human being on all sides of all accounts. So whether this is a lawyer listening to it or whether it's a a game developer, you know, just try to be real when you talk to people and genuine. And I think that'll go a lot further. Yep. I couldn't agree more. And that's it. Um, So thank you for joining us. Do you have any sort of parting words of wisdom for our listeners? I'll certainly link to all of the materials we referenced in the show notes, but anything else you want to touch on before we go? I think just talk to a lawyer before you do something. It's it's uh, most lawyers have free consultations, and no matter where you live or what your budget is, you can find a lawyer within the, those numbers. So stop being silly and getting yourself sued over nothing. <laughs> and on that note, if anyone wants to reach out to you, what's the best way to do so? Uh, you can go to MorrisonLee.com. It's M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N-L-E-E.com, or you can go to Video Game Attorney on Twitter and shoot me a tweet. <laughs> All right, perfect. Thanks so much, Ryan. My pleasure. Thank you. That's this week's episode. Thank you for joining us and see you next time.